What's up, honeys? Welcome to Empowerment Honey. We are going to get into a very exciting episode today. Uh, first, we're just going to start off with our weekly migration, uh, see where we're at, and then we are going to bring on an amazing guest today to share her story with us. Um, but before that, like I said, I'm going to get right into my weekly migration and then I'll let, hand it over to Ellie. This week, I have really been taking in all of the small rewards. So my goal going forward is to just take all those small rewards in and feel happy about them. I want to slowly wake up five to 10 minutes earlier every week. And whether it's do a little bit of journaling, um, doing some exercises or making myself a nice breakfast. That's my goal for this week, just five to 10 minutes earlier. Um, and it's just little, it's a little bit at a time. And those like small rewards are going to roll into bigger rewards for myself. Um, and then I also would love to start taking my dog Archie for 20 minute walks every day after work slowly building up into longer walks. Uh, we just went on a one mile walk the other day and he loved it. The weather's perfect outside. It's beautiful outside. The leaves are falling here in North Dakota. And I don't know, who knows? Maybe I'll start it turning it into a jog, a run. I'm not, not looking for that right now, but walks sound just fine. So yeah, I'm gonna see where it brings me and I'm excited. That's Awesome, Elijah. Um, so as you know, since I've been doing this 75 hard, I've been waking up super early. And I can say having a morning routine will like definitely make all of your days just better. Just waking up those few extra minutes to either stretch or like you said, make a good breakfast, journal. It, it'll just set the whole tone for your day. So I think that's awesome that you're doing that. And it sounds like... Archie will definitely love this 20-minute walk. <laughs> oh, so he that's, will. <laughs> that's so great. Thank um, you, Ellie. like you're doing good this week. Yes. Um, so for myself, I have been mostly plant-based the past five weeks, and it's been great, but I've been lacking on the actual plants. I've been just eating lots of, like, beans and rice and nuts, and then um, – just adding different like meatless meat options into my diet instead of actually focusing on adding more vegetables and plants. So I want to try start having this week have at least 50% of my meals veggies. Um, I was kind of using the excuses like salsa and pico, adding those to every meal I was getting veggies in, but that is, that's not the case. So I still will be using them, but I will be adding tons of veggies as well. I actually just got back from grocery shopping a few hours ago and just prepped all my veg veggies for the week. So I think we're off to a good start. So fingers crossed that I can get more veggies into my diet. So that's where I'm at this week. Awesome. I think prepping veggies is one of the smartest things that you can do. Uh, oftentimes I go to the grocery store, buy veggies, and then, I mean, I do cook a lot of veggies, but Sometimes I will be like, no, like I'll just hold it off, hold off the, on the veggies and I'll get gross. But 
I highly recommend, like with any veggie, like I'm obsessed with Brussels sprouts. Oh, me too. Yeah. Those are so, actually one of my faves. Yeah. It, honestly, they're so simple. And I would say this for anything, um, like with Brussels sprouts and broccoli, things like that, like just olive oil, salt, pepper, lots of garlic in the oven. And then with like green peppers and things like that. I love to like pan fry them, add them to like veggie bowls, like make veggie bowls. I'm obsessed. I've been eating a ton of veggies and I used to not eat a lot of veggies at all before my boyfriend, me and him started cooking with Blue Apron and Mm -hmm. those incorporate like quite a bit of veggies and I've just learned so many different ways of how to cook them, which has helped me so much. So yeah, I love veggies, and I I think you'll have fun with it. Thanks. Yeah, me too. And I think you're definitely right. Like, how you prepare certain veggies can definitely make you enjoy them more. Like, broccoli baked in the oven, peppers, onions, like, sautéed on the stovetop. I think that's definitely the way to go and what I will be doing this week. Okay, awesome, Ellie. Well, let's, uh, without further ado, let's introduce Becca, um, and we'll get right into the episode. Hey, guys, I want to introduce to you our great friend, Becca Birdsell. She is originally from North Dakota, and she went to UND for accounting, which is also where Ellie and I went, um, and we met her in a group called AKSI. Um, this is where we met Becca, all of us, like all of us three, we didn't always hang out, but, uh, we were in the same organization and got to know each other really well. Um, and she's a very special friend to us. Uh, she currently lives in Missoula, Montana. And today we brought her on this podcast so she can share with us her migration. You guys, she is truly inspiring and she has a lot of tips and advice to give you. So here we go. Yay. Hey, Becca. Becca. Hello. All right. So we're just going to jump right into it. Um, first off, I kind of just want you to explain a little bit of your story and then we'll get into some questions and some tips and advice for you. Uh, so with that said, I'll let you kind of just talk about your migration. Um, if you use the word journey, we Everyone understands that those two kind of coincide and go together. So feel free to use either word, Um, but I'll just give you the floor. Awesome. Well, so to start, I guess I'll kind of go with what was that pivotal point in my life. Yes. Uh, I remember being on spring break in college and trying to take a selfie in like by the pool, you know, my swimsuit. And I just felt like I couldn't get the right angle. And um, I I just felt kind of bad. And I was looking back and I'm like, wow, I need to change something because like, I want to be more confident than I was. And I knew I had to change something to get to where I wanted to be. And so that was kind of the pivotal point. And when I got back from spring break, I really started to hit hard on nutrition and trying to be more active and going to the gym more frequently. And from then I actually, I started to see some real 
progress and changes in my body, how I felt in my clothes. And from there, I just kind of started, like I imagining like you're like a snowball just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I like my progress just kept building and building. And as I saw progress, I got more excited. So I set higher goals and that kind of led to where I am today. And for those, I suppose you can't see me, but I've lost (laughs) about 50 or so pounds and I've kept it off for almost a year, which Thinking back, I've, I've honestly been on a plateau lately, which is fine because yes. I've stayed there. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't gained more. I've stayed within, like, a 5 to 10-pound range, which is really important, too, because that mm-hmm. shows that I lost it in a very sustainable way, and I can continue this throughout my life. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think, like, that is the key is everyone wants to lose like how can I lose the most amount of weight in the shortest amount of time and like that shouldn't always be the case I mean it really shouldn't even be the case so Mm -hmm. um like that's so awesome you know you took your time you tried different things and you lost that weight and it makes you feel better and now you're I mean, it's sustainable. You've kept it off. Um, You're still working, you know, towards your goals. Um, So that's so exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So how did you stick with it? I know you talked a little bit about it, um, but like how did your goals and rewards, like how did you set those up for yourself? Like what did you do for that? Mm -hmm. So when I first started, it was kind of, almost demoralizing but I took before pictures and like my bra and underwear and was like this is what I look like right now yes and which is it's not fun doing it but now I'm like wow I'm really glad I did that because I can look back on that and and like as I was moving throughout my 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 migration yes uh, (laughs) I could it was helpful to actually see a difference like I felt different but I could actually see where I had changed which was really helpful in the beginning I I'm very goal oriented so for me to get something done I have to set a goal and what's better than getting achieving a goal than by getting a reward so I had goals for every five pound increment and the five pound ones were smaller. It was, it was, maybe it was, oh, you can get a fancy drink at Starbucks when you do that. Or you can get a new workout top for 10 pounds. And then my big one was to go below 200 pounds. My big goal and reward was a Lululemon outfit because it was kind of twofold. I wasn't able to fit in Lululemon before. And because of my weight loss, I was able to. So it's kind of like a twofold goal. Like I fit into their clothes and I made this huge accomplishment. Yeah. And that probably just made you feel so good, like about yourself. And like at that point, like that was a huge milestone. So you're now you're Mm -hmm. just kind of on that path and ready to keep going. Exactly. And some other things, I didn't just do weight loss goals. I did just overall fitness goals. So I started running and I wasn't able to run more than a half a mile when I first started. And I made it a goal to run a half marathon. And when I did that, I got to, I don't even remember my reward because I was just so excited that I actually ran the full half marathon. But 
So just goals and rewards really helped with me, helped, helped me stick with it. Um, some other things too is that just remembering that I could eat like a McDonald's meal and it'd be fine. And my next meal could be fine again. Like it wasn't, oh, I ate one bad once. Now I should go on this path of eating really bad. Yeah. Meal after meal after meal, mm -hmm. which sometimes it's hard to remember that it's okay to do that. Yeah, you don't. Like, and so that was really important for me. Yeah. And you don't like beat yourself up about it. You're just like, okay, like I did that. And now I want to, you know, <clears throat> continue on my path of like where I'm headed. Mm -hmm, exactly. And that was a big thing for me and my nutrition was not cutting anything out because when someone tells me no, I really want to do it. And so yes. when I would say, okay, no pop, all I wanted was a Diet Coke. And I just, I had to have it. And then I ended up binging really bad on the food I said I couldn't have. Yeah. So that's really been a big part is like, instead of saying, nope, no French fries, no pop. It's like, hey, you can have them, but just try not to have it every day. Yeah. So that was yeah. huge for me too. I think that's why what you did was so sustainable because when people do like keto, paleo, stuff like that, like they're restricting themselves. And then like you said, if you were to restrict yourself from something, you just want to binge it afterwards. Mm -hmm. So I think people need to have more of a mindset to not restrict things, let everything be available to them and just learning how to have them in moderation or um, – when to just eat less of those types of foods. So that's, that's mm -hmm. really great advice. Yeah. Yeah. And also like, kind of like we talked about yesterday or not yesterday, last episode, sorry. <laughs> um, we talked about that, like, and you can do those diets and then you can also like add, start adding things back. Like, like if you want to try something out and see how your body reacts to it, like that's Okay. Um, but you shouldn't like starve yourself from the things that you really love or don't do a keto diet if you really love carbs or things like that. Like sometimes diets work for certain people or fad diets work for some some people. But other times it's like, no, just make yourself happy. Like you want to be the happiest and healthiest that you possibly can be. And that doesn't necessarily mean like cutting out your favorite things. Mm -hmm. Like I love food. <laughs> like I love to cook. Yes. I love to bake. Yes. I yes. love it so much. Talk about your baking. And so, oh, okay. So I love to bake <laughs> uh, cookies, cupcakes. I actually just made some apple crisp cupcakes and they are Yum. delicious. Oh yeah. And I don't like, I love that. And I love to do that. And if I were to stop doing that, like, I should also clarify my baked goods are, like, butter, eggs, dairy. Like, if I'm going to make a baked good, it's going to be home, from home, <laughs> from hearty, you know, the Midwestern, like, yes. good yes. cooking. So, I just, I can't, like, I love to do that so much that to cut some of that out would actually, like, really hurt me because I love to do that. But it works for some people and that's good. It just like, it doesn't work for me. For sure. And so <clears throat> where are you now, like on your migration? Like how, where are you right now? And then where do you see like the future going 
for you? I would say I'm just at the beginning because I really just started this about two years ago and I wanted to go for the rest of my life of just being happier, healthier, being able to do things I wasn't able to do before. So I would say I'm at just the beginning and I would obviously love to not gain any additional weight, but like if that's where I have to go, you know, to eventually have kids or, you know, whatever life takes me on, that's where I'll end up being. But it's, I'm just at the beginning and I'd love to continue on and continue to be healthy. And I, now that I moved to Missoula, I've gotten into a lot more outdoor activities like hiking and mountain biking. I'm so jealous of you. Seriously, so jealous. Like Montana. So we go to Montana once a year and once a year, honestly, is not enough. And Zach lives, his family lives like an hour or a couple hours away from Missoula. Um, and every time like that I've been there, I just want to come back for more. And I always look at houses on the market. Oh, such a beautiful place. And I bet you're maybe you'll end oh, up there. I know. That'd be great. So I guess um, one of my questions for you is, are there any like meals or snacks that you started eating that you weren't eating before? So vegetables, just in general. (laughs) I didn't really eat a ton of them before, and I really focused on adding them back in or just adding them into my diet, which meant if I didn't like something, it was in very little bits. Um, but now my go-to snack is sweet peppers and hummus with pretzel chips or pita chips. Um, (laughs) did you do it again? (laughs) Oh my gosh. What the heck? Maybe we'll just give her a couple seconds. I'm oh, just there you are. Talking. There you are. You're back. So you can okay. hear me. Okay. <laughs> so weird. Uh, dang. When did it cut out? What you was said- it? You were talking about pita chips with hummus. Okay. Honestly. Yeah. Okay. So some other things. I try and eat a salad like once a day, which I would never have done before. I. That's. I it. love salads like I I feel like I've been really getting into them and there's so many different things that you can add into them like mm-hmm. I used to only eat like taco salads and things like that but I love like the salads that um like the pre-kit ones or whatever that you can buy mm-hmm. and those like help give me ideas of how I can make my own as well yes, that reminds me one of my favorite new recipes is a like I'm gonna probably pronounce it wrong it's a Greek tabula salad and it's basically tomatoes cucumbers and red onions and then you add a can of chickpeas and you make like a lemon vinaigrette and you do that over like couscous and lemon chicken grilled whatever so so my old roommate Miranda um she her and her family like when we went down to florida to visit her family on spring break that's like like a huge thing like i think every gathering that they have they always have the tabula and then they add like tomatoes and cucumbers and stuff 
and she used mm-hmm. to make that um here as well but like i remember when we went to their place like they had a heaping amount of it and it was so delicious and like it was just fresh like it just tasted so fresh and good yes and honestly eating more vegetables i feel like i can eat more which sounds kind of weird but it's like when you're not eating junk food you can actually eat a lot more because you're eating healthy stuff that's you know not as maybe as many calories or you, know, you just need more to get full. I don't know. It's kind of, I like it. I'm a snacker. So I like to just constantly be snacking on things. I'm the same way. I like always, always snack. I just went to Target and bought like all my favorite snacks. I need to make a good grocery run. <laughs> um, I have a one other question. So you talked a little bit about like running and then you talked about like having like different goals. So how did you go from like going only being able to run like whatever you said, a half a mile to a half marathon? Like what steps did you take and like what type of encouragement did you need to accomplish that goal? So when I first started, I ran half a marathon. Half a marathon. That'd be impressive. I ran. I know. Right. I just started with this Nike run app and basically just kind of started. It was like, I think it was like a, how to get to maybe a 5k or something like that. And I got up to two miles. I was like, wow, I could actually maybe run a 5k. Like that's possible. And so I signed up for a 5k and I did this. Um, You can just Google like um, running or like race training ones and it lays it out for you. And like I said, I'm very goal oriented. So having that pre laid out, I was like, cool. I have to run three times a week, this much walk this much, do cross training. And once I did the 5k, I'm like, okay, I can do a 5k. Maybe I can do a half marathon. And so I paid for my half marathon, signed up a few, um, like probably six months before. And do the same thing, Google a, um, a plan for a training plan to do it. And it gradually leads you up to the half marathon. And it was a lot of my roommate actually had signed up for a half marathon too. So we ran completely different paces and didn't train together. But it was nice to know that someone was also running and training with me, even if we weren't right next to each other the yeah. whole time. And mm-hmm. like, I also posted a lot about it on social media because I don't know, but I like when people are like, good for you. And you know what? I'm going to be selfish and post this. And I want people to tell me good job sometimes, you know, so that was helpful too. Yeah. And like when Ellie and I were first talking about asking you to come on here, that's like kind of what we had said. We're like, Becca, like we saw you from social media, you know, because after we graduated college, like we didn't really see each other. So because you had moved Mm -hmm. away but you know we saw you on this migration and we saw and the thing the main thing that we saw was like you're running and how that really transformed and you had posted snapchats of like different foods that you were eating and things like that but we're like well we don't know like the full migration of becca's you know going losing 50 plus pounds like so we're super excited to have you on here and kind of talk about that as well yeah I when you guys reached out I was I was excited because 
it is exciting and I get excited when other people have success in it and I'm really happy with where I'm at and I just want to share that especially if it helps people also do that too for sure so. like I love watching people on social media like TikTok and like seeing those transformations because that just makes me excited about my own migration um yeah it's so encouraging seeing other people do exactly what you want to accomplish mm -hmm. exactly yeah. Yeah, it was so great to hear your migration, Becca. And I just want to let you know now that one of my goals for next year is to run a half marathon. So <laughs> I'm actually considering doing a full. I just got an email oh about gosh. the sign up in Missoula. So oh, that's awesome. We will see. <laughs> it was on my 2020 goal list, but with moving and COVID, it didn't happen. So yeah, we'll yeah. see. That That's sense. so awesome. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add? Don't be afraid to start. Like, even if you're halfway through a day, you, your next meal could be a really good one. You know, just don't don't say tomorrow. Just do it right yes. then and there. Awesome. Thank Love you. That. Thank you, Becca. Thank you. Bye, Becca. Bye. All right. Guys, how was that? Becca is an awesome person. Thank you so much, Becca. We're so happy to have you on here. Um, and now we're just going to do our last segment, which is going to be sharing our tips for the week um, and just helping you guys out a little bit. And then we'll wrap up. All right, guys. So my tip for this week is get in your water. Since I've been doing the 75 hard where I have to drink a gallon every day, I've noticed so many improvements in my body, my mood, how I feel. And so I just want to say it's super important to get in water. You should be getting in at least two liters or 70 ounces a day more if you can, definitely. And so some of my tips for getting in more water would be to add fruits. You can make it a detox water. I personally really like adding lemon slices, blueberries, and mint leaves into my waters, but Pinterest has so many different ideas for detox fruit waters. You can do strawberries, basil, leaves. The options are limitless. So if you just don't like drinking water, with, because of its flavor, I would definitely say adding fruits to it would really, really help you get more water intake in. And then another suggestion would be to check out Amazon for a super cute water bottle that is going to motivate you to drink more water. They've come out with these gallon water bottles where it has each hour like a different motivational saying, like you're almost there, you got this. That way you're more motivated to drink your water throughout the day. And then my last tip would be try drinking water with a straw from your water bottle. Sometimes people tend to drink more when they use a straw. So that could be another thing that you could try to get more water in. So stay hydrated, honeys. Yes, hydrate honeys. I think we need to make that into our own water bottle. Yes. hydrate honey's water bottle yes that would yes. be so cute hashtag merch idea <laughs> <laughs> definitely love uh, it elijah <laughs> yes all right i'll share with you guys my tip so mine's pretty simple well it seems simple it's really not 
So learning how to visualize your portion sizes. Um, I feel like this week I've done a really good job at just taking into consideration like how many snacks I've had throughout the day and how much, especially for supper, I feel like that one always gets me. Um, I was telling Ellie before this that, you know, like I always try to eat supper with my boyfriend. Um, so I used to always like kind of portion ours the same, which in reality, like he definitely should be eating more than me. So just kind of taking portions into consideration with meat and grains and things like that have really helped me this week. And I can feel myself as the weeks have been going by, just not being as hungry for supper. Um, and that probably does help with eating healthier snacks and whatnot throughout the day. But just visualize your portion sizes. Don't beat yourself up too hard, but just, you know, find a way that makes or find a way that helps you. For myself, it's not, I don't like to weigh my food, but just kind of seeing like what portion I give my boyfriend and listening to my body too. Just like, when am I hungry, not trying to overeat um, and things like that. Yeah. And then going off of that, also, if you know, like you're the type of like snacker or someone who will like eat way too much in like a full on family size bag, there's so many different like snack companies that have created like small portion size, like snack bags. So maybe just opt to buy those where there's like individual bags instead of like a full family size bag. I know Skinny Pop Popcorn does small individual size bags. So you just get one serving size in them instead of eating the whole family size popcorn bag. And then there's different like nuts that you can get as well that are like pre-packaged in 100 calorie baggies instead of eating like a whole handful and plus of nuts. So it's another way to kind of think about your portion sizes as well. Yeah, that's a really good tip. Um, I do that too. Like I just bought a bag of cotton candy grapes and before I put them in my fridge, I just portion them all out. Cause I know, and not that grapes are a bad thing, but it's just, you know, sometimes things are, uh, you know, in big family size bags, even if you want like chips, like Emily Spicer, the coaching gal um, that we recommend, she does this little thing on Doritos and she's like, I want some Doritos tonight, but she's just going to portion herself out, look at the back, look at how many chips she could have for her portion size and like just portioning them out too is really helpful. I like that idea, Ellie. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, those are our tips for this week. And we can't wait to see you guys or see you guys. <laughs> we, can't, we can't wait to talk to you guys next Tuesday. So without further ado, we'll we'll get on. All right. Bye. Have a good week, honeys. Bye, honeys. Don't forget to follow us on social media. And hydrate. <laughs> yes, hydration. Da-da-da.